So today I want to talk about an insight or a revelation, you might say, that I received last night from the Lord. And I want to talk it through with you because I'm still sort of trying to grab hold of this truth for myself. But I imagine that the Lord really wants me to share this with you because it's something that can really impact your life of faith. And so for me, I teach a class on Wednesday nights and we're learning all about how to to stand in God's protection and the protection that we have when we abide in him and just learning how to stand strong in our faith, no matter what comes against us, because we know that we already have Christ in us and we have the fullness of him residing in us. So that I'm going to give you a few scripture that speak to that to clarify what I'm talking about. So the first scripture comes from John chapter one, verse 16. And of his fullness, we have all received and grace for grace. For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. So I want to highlight that part. And of his fullness, we have all received. Now the next scripture, Colossians 2. Verses 9 and 10. For in him, they're talking about Christ, Paul is talking about Jesus Christ, dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Think about that. For in Christ dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. So the Father, Son, Holy Spirit in Christ is all that fullness. Now, the second part of that verse says, and you are complete in him who is the head of all principality and power. So again, he's tying this, the aspect of Christ being the fullness of the Godhead and that we are actually complete in him, in his fullness, because he resides in us. So one more scripture, and then I'll talk about this a little bit more, comes from 2 Peter chapter 1, starting with verse 1. To those who have obtained like precious faith with us by the righteousness of our God and Savior, Jesus Christ, grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus, our Lord, as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises, that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. So again, we read that his divine power has given to us all things, not just some things, all things that pertain to life and godliness. So everything that he has, we have now because he is in us. The fullness of the Godhead is now residing in us because of our relationship with Jesus Christ. And so last night after I taught the class, I was just having so much freedom in my spirit because I realized so much of the time 
I put a lot of pressure on myself. Um, the old me would have called that, you know, I'm a perfectionist. And then I remember I would say, I'm a recovering perfectionist. But now I realize that's just condemnation I was putting on myself, feeling like, oh, I've got to do this. I've got to do this. I want to make sure I, I honor God. I want to please God. I, I, I need to do this. And last night, I just got the most amazing sense of freedom in my spirit that God is pleased with me exactly as I am because he sees me through Christ. So I, in Christ, I am the righteousness of God. I have been cleansed from all unrighteousness. When he looks at me, he doesn't look at me and say, yeah, well, you didn't do that, Karen, and you didn't do that, Karen, and you didn't do that. You should have done this. And I mean, I just realized how much I live with that on a daily basis, feeling this overwhelming pressure that somehow I haven't met, I haven't met God's expectations for me that day. And so I'm sharing that with you because I'm sure some of you out there are going, oh my gosh, I do the same thing. Well, let's just sit for a moment and bask in this reality that in us, all the fullness of the Godhead dwells in Jesus Christ. And when God looks at us, he sees us through Jesus Christ. We have the fullness of Jesus Christ in us. So he lives and, and acts and works through us to um, accomplish his purposes here on earth. But it's freeing. It's not, a, it's not a heaviness. It's not a burden. Because we know that here's a couple of verses that the Lord gave me last week that really bring this point home. Let me start at verse three. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine, making requests for you all with joy for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. So I can rest. I can rest knowing that it's God in me and he's going to complete. He started a good work in me upon my um, acceptance and receiving of Jesus Christ. And God himself is going to complete that work. He's going to work through me. So, you know, we talked about that last week, how he will never let the righteous fall. That's in Psalm 55. It's God in us that completes the work. It's God in us. His Holy Spirit is continually guiding us and leading us so that we can know. We don't always have to think, oh, would I did this? Did I do this the right way? Did I do this? Did I speak to this person? Did I do everything God wanted me to do? No, we can just rest in him. We can just rest in him. So the second verse in Philippians, again, is that same point. Philippians 2, verse 12. Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. So, you know, the old me would, would, would focus on that, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. But immediately after that, it says, for it is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. 
So, yes, we walk out our salvation every day in the reverence of God, knowing our high calling, that we are kings and priests unto our God. So that, of course, puts us in a state of humility and gratefulness. But we can trust that it is God who works in us to will and to do for his good pleasure. So anytime we hear that voice, we know it's not the voice of God that's saying, oh, well, you didn't do this. You didn't do that. You didn't do this, Karen. And now I realize that's that's the voice of the enemy. That's condemnation. That's not God, because God always brings freedom. Yes, there is a conviction when we are um, walking in a behavior or a pattern of life that we know is not honoring to God. That's something different. I'm talking about when we are just living our lives, we are abiding in him, we are going about our days, and we can know that the Holy Spirit, if we're not quenching him, He's working in and through us. We don't have to continually worry if we've missed something. So I hope that's encouraged you today. I'm still allowing this to settle into my spirit and to really grab hold of it, you know, because it's one thing to understand something intellectually. It's a far different thing to actually internalize that truth into our daily life to where we no longer are victims of these voices in our head or comments from anyone else putting some kind of uh, regimented behavior on us, some kind of standard that we can never attain. We just rest in the knowledge that my God resides in me and he is the one that is willing and acting through me and I can just rest in him and trust that he will never let me stumble or fall. In Jesus' name, amen. 